Hello and welcome. My name is Ravi Kumar and I'm your host on the Ravi Kumar podcast talk show where I interview creative, talented, passionate and interesting people, ask them questions, seek answers and insights, share learnings and find out what makes them tick. Founders, entrepreneurs, owners, innovators, brand builders, professionals, good samaritans, we shine the spotlight on them, engage in a meaningful conversation to understand acknowledge applaud and be inspired by them on today's show we have a covid warrior with us dr prabhuram jayaramakrishnan from tirupur medical foundation hospital dr prabhuram acquired his medical degree from coimbatore medical college and passed his md with a gold medal from gsvm medical college kanpur he also holds a diploma in allergy and asthma from velour cmc foundation and has been associated with polo hospital chennai With over 15 years of experience Dr Prabhuram is currently a consultant pulmonologist and intensivist with TMF Hospital Tirupur. Welcome to the Ravi Kumar podcast show Dr Prabhuram. Thank you Mr Ravi. It is my pleasure to have you on the show being a doctor yourself and as a family along with Dr Jayaramakrishnan your father and Dr Gayatri your better half you must be seeing pain anxiety suffering and death much more than normal people. and yet covid has shaken the entire medical community throughout the world and on today's chat i want to talk to you about it from that perspective okay dr prabhuram you're a pulmonologist whose area of expertise is in respiratory diseases specifically of the chest and lungs and covid-19 is right in your area of expertise given that it enters the respiratory system replicates attacks and destroys healthy lung tissue How much was known about coronaviruses and the havoc they cause before COVID-19 caused the pandemic? A simple straightforward answer to your question will be a big no. No, I was not aware of coronavirus before this pandemic and I think uh, most of my co- colleagues were also not aware of this. Uh, I was basically aware of uh, MERS and SARS which were reported earlier and had caused a lot of uh, deaths. that is the middle east respiratory syndrome and the severe acute respiratory syndrome uh, which caused a lot of deaths in countries and also in uh, hong kong and uh, singapore a few a few years ago but i never knew that they belong to the coronavirus family so okay. we basically uh, we basically see uh, viruses like influenza para influenza viruses and uh, rhinoviruses affecting our respiratory system but coronavirus was something which i was not uh, much aware of so whatever knowledge that uh, i have basically gained about the virus was only after the pandemic had started so it took uh, all of us by surprise including me since you mentioned about sars and mers uh, they also are under the class of what is called as zoonotic viruses basically pathogens that jump from animals to humans do you think yes. we will see more of these transmissions in the future affecting human beings Yeah, it is a possibility. Actually, zoonotic diseases, uh, as you rightly said, basically spread from animals to humans. But humans are actually, they are not the natural host. They are the accidental host. So, uh, okay. these diseases mainly come to us either through the vectors like mosquitoes or by handling them or by eating the carcass which is not uh, cooked properly. So, there okay. is a probability that in future we might uh, see a lot of such zoonotic diseases. So, we should be very careful. so basic things which we have to do is whoever is handling the uh, animal stuff they should uh, be uh, do proper hygienic things 
and those who consume it also they should make sure that the food is cooked properly and mosquitoes basically we have to uh, prevent uh, water logging and whatever uh, hygienic practices we have to follow if we don't right. follow then uh, uh, there is a probability that we might see more zoonotic diseases in the future also yeah okay and uh, though caught by surprise doctors nurses paramedics epidemiologists emergency and trauma staff have responded strongly uh, to this uh, pandemic and i must say with great risk to personal safety as well uh, some have in fact put patients safety and welfare ahead of their own family's interest which i think is incredible and awe inspiring what has been your personal experience dealing with the pandemic it has been a mixed feeling so when the pandemic started it was like this is the moment which i was waiting for because as soldiers who gear up for a war for the country i also thought that this is a moment for me to put my white coat proudly and fight for my country and my people against this unseen enemy but slowly after seeing uh, many of my teachers my colleagues my juniors getting infected by the virus and few of them even dying i felt very sad and depressed at that moment also as doctors we are trained to touch the patient make them comfortable and uh, now due to this pandemic we have to make the patient sit a meter away from me unable to examine them properly and comfort them properly and uh, even what happens sometimes if we if i get a patient who is very sick and who is very breathless uh, sometimes i fear that uh, what if the patient is uh, covid positive because my center we don't admit covid patients so if i become uh, positive then so many others also might get infected so it made me feel guilty that i am not doing proper justice for my profession at times also and also as a family man i was a bit worried that i could infect my kids my elderly parents at home it made me scary also so it is basically a mixed bag of all these emotions that i went through i i can actually quite understand your uh, feeling and i'm truly sorry that you've seen you know people from among the medical community you know uh, get infected and pass away as well and um, that also reminds me of the book written by dr abraham verghese who says that uh, the touch factor which you just mentioned is so so important uh, when dealing with patients and uh, it's sad to sad to hear you say that uh, because of this uh, virus you are unable to physically uh touch them and uh, do your examination before arriving at some sort of a uh, diagnosis my next question is what is your perception about the public at large treating this pandemic on an individual and family level have they been serious with what is required to keep themselves and others from spreading the virus yeah the public response also has been a mixed bag actually so okay. it is also divided a few people are uh, more self conscious they have a good social responsibility also they follow the rules they wear mask they maintain social distancing whatever advice the government and the, the health professionals say they just follow but at the same time there are uh, quite a lot of people who don't follow the rules they don't wear mask they don't maintain the social distancing and don't have any social responsibility in fact in my place i have seen so many people who are kept in home quarantine but were roaming around outside freely and people with fever taking paracetamol pills and escaping a thermal scanner and people even attacking healthcare workers who are actually risking their lives to save the people and the rumor spreaders and in a few instances i think you also would be aware of an instance where a doctor was even denied a decent burial uh, because uh, people are ignorant 
and uh, the general attitude at least uh, i think in the indian context is uh, we don't bother much unless our own kith and kin are affected so but off late uh, with the numbers raising and many people getting infected we are actually becoming better and i think hopefully we should sustain this for a few more months or years maybe i don't know quite uh, a sad thing to hear that people are not following a simple thing as wearing a mask in bangalore there is a law now that people can be fined for not wearing a mask in your uh, city where you live tirupur has this rule also been brought into force yes yes it has been brought into force of late for the past 3 4 days it has been brought into force okay but still practically pc it is very difficult for uh, the police personnel uh, the revenue people to monitor each and everybody so population is so huge right so we we as a person we should have the social responsibility yes which is which i feel is sorely lacking and you're very right about uh, the general attitude of people that unless kith and kin are involved people uh, do not take this matter seriously at all and uh, even in spite of uh, the extensive media coverage that has been happening day in and day out over the past so many months this is our first experience of what a pandemic is and and you know the havoc that it can cause going forward should the emphasis be on immunity building by people if we cannot avoid contagious diseases what do you feel doctor yeah i think um, uh, regarding immunity is concerned there are two main aspects uh, one is our personal immunity and the other thing is herd immunity okay so as far as the, as far as our personal immunity is concerned i think there is more emphasis on building the immunity uh, but uh, there are few things which should we should be clear about it so most of the immunity personally what we have is inherited and it is in our genes which we cannot modify yeah which we cannot modify completely so all these immunity boosting medications there is not much evidence right now to say that they can prevent the spread of these diseases so more than the immunity i think okay. it is the behavioral changes which is more important as i already said if you take a contagious disease they usually mostly are vector born uh, like uh, through mosquitoes for example oh. malaria and dengue or right. it can spread uh, spread through droplets like corona swine flu etc okay so to prevent the spread of these uh, contagious diseases we actually need to focus more on community hygiene wearing mask social distancing preventing water logging etc and uh, this should not be a knee jerk reaction happening after the outbreak of a disease it should be incorporated in a routine lifestyle so more than building of immunity it is the behavioral change that are more important for example if we take, uh, take the japanese people right. the japanese population is around 13 crore but uh, the people affected by covid is just uh, 18000 so the basic thing which i could say is uh, the japanese people wherever they go they used to wear masks i was i was traveling all around europe and i was just wondering okay if they come to india they might feel that okay pollution is more here they might wear mask but even europe they used to wear mask the basic thing is they don't want others to get infected so that sort of attitude i think we also should develop so so only the japanese population is very less infected by covid it is incorporating the behavior lifestyle changes so more than the immunity i think that the behavioral changes are more important right and uh, and whenever we saw people wearing masks uh, it was always thought that it was a protection against pollution 
whereas okay. this is quite this is quite an eye opening thing to know that uh, people at least abroad wear masks uh, to prevent uh, infection actually and also in our place no what we think basically is wearing a mask is is, a, is like a taboo what we think is uh, others will think that if we wear a mask we have some disease they will think like that and other aspect also uh, some people i think especially youngsters they feel like a coward they feel courageous if they don't wear the mask and go roam around so that is the attitude problem <laughs> absolutely i think more that yeah i think so it's not courage it's more like uh, foolish behavior yes. but yes. but then uh, but then youth you know uh, they don't <laughs> tend to think as much as they should yeah uh, dr prabhram what are the changes that this disease will bring about within the medical community in terms of systems and processes a uh, lot of changes uh, in a positive way so okay. uh, basically and as far as doctors are concerned also doctors have now realized the importance of personal hygiene because wearing mask gloves washing hands after seeing each and every patient we knew this from the beginning that we have to do this but most of us were very complacent about this but now there is a welcome change all the doctors are wearing mask gloves they are washing hands after seeing every patient so that is a welcome change and the second thing which i noted is uh, the hospital cleanliness and hygiene has improved tremendously frequent cleaning and disinfection has made the hospital a less infection prone area which in turn makes it a safer place for the patients because uh, we used to see a lot of hospital acquired infections uh, patients getting infected by a lot of hospital acquired infections but uh, now f- due to this frequent uh, disinfection cleaning protocol uh, we could see uh, reduction in this uh, hospital acquired infections also the other thing is the financial micromanagement leave the corporates other smaller hospitals and small clinics the doctors are very very poor in the financial management but now uh, due to the covid the routine patients coming to our hospital clinics have reduced so we are concentrating more on, uh, more on how to handle our finances in a better way so each and every penny matters now so this financial micromanagement i think we have improved and the other most important thing which i noted is there was there used to be a lot of disparity among doctors and hospitals the huge corporates would uh, see the smaller hospitals uh, treat them inferiorly and even the big consultants they would feel a general practitioner in inferior way now this covid has put everybody on a even footing all a level playing ground you see yeah level playing ground yeah 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 <laughs> so now if you get a covid and uh, you are going to you are going to uh, lose your life then there is no point uh, in you being uh, thinking that you are superior to others now i think uh, there is a lot of attitude change i could uh, myself sense that people are becoming more humble and more polite so that i think this uh, uh, covid has become a, has been a good leveler in that aspect and the most important thing uh, is everybody has understood the importance of having a good public health system which will help us to deal the pandemic in a better way so right. the public health has come into the perspective right i'm coming to actually you you've taken the words from my mouth because that was going to be my next question uh, what about our public health system and infrastructure will it ever get upgraded to meet uh, pandemics as they happen in the future see if you want to if you want me to be very frank at present our uh, public health system is in a pretty bad shape it's not uniformly bad a few southern states have a decent public health system Uh, but the problem i think it starts at a more basic level so if you just take a budgetary allocation only 1.6% of the gdp was spent on health whereas if you take us they they spent almost 17.7% of the gdp on health so i think the change should start from that itself 
if we don't allocate more money for health then there is by no means that our public health will improve if we have good money flowing to the system we can employ more doctors more healthcare workers we can purchase latest medical equipments and create a better infrastructure and uh, the problem arises from there itself so there should be uh, a more of a political machinery should have that motivation i think this pandemic should be a wake up call for the political machinery to concentrate more on health to deviate more funds towards the public health the change I, should start from there yeah i i sincerely and frankly uh hope and pray and wish in fact that that happens because i uh, you know we all see the pathetic state of uh, our government hospitals and uh, if they need you know funds to upgrade their infrastructure and pay doctors well then surely it will have a very good effect on the overall health and well-being of citizens as well yes sure right right what what do you what do you think uh, we should actually look forward to as the battle against uh, covid-19 uh, is still continuing should we see and pray for a vaccine or are people hoping for a cure yeah the problem with the vaccine is that the, the virus gets mutated so frequently so whenever uh, the trials are proceeding in a positive direction we can see that virus virus gets mutated so we have to start the process once again so i don't think that it is possible to get a vaccine by this year end early we get an effective vaccine it is a better but i'm not sure whether we'll be able to get uh, by the end of this year and as far as uh, cure is concerned uh, you will be aware just a few days back a new drug called as uh, favipiravir is found to be effective in mild to moderate cases Right. so a lot of japanese and chinese trials have shown that uh, it is effective we have started to use in our patient and we have to use and see whether it is effective in our patients and there are uh, other few drugs like remdesivir and dexamethasone which are effective in serious cases but to get a drug which can completely cure the disease completely i don't think it is possible at the present scenario so even though the pandemic goes off in the next few months it is expected that the coronavirus outbreak will be there in clusters all over the world so early identification of the patients testing the patients as early as possible isolation wearing mask social distancing and frequent hand washing should be our new normal and it will go a long way in preventing the spread of the disease that is the practical possibility right and we have to hope and pray that no new viruses uh, jump from animals to humans uh, in the meanwhile and yes, cause yes. more problems right thank you dr prabhuram it was great talking to you on behalf of my listeners and myself thank you once again uh, for your time globally the medical community is being viewed as heroes and i must say as angels as well in your role as frontline staff against the disease we wish you and everybody who works along with you at your hospital the best uh, not just now but also in the future thank you thank you so much mr ravi for the opportunity thank you welcome welcome that was dr prabhuram jayaramakrishnan of tirpur medical foundation you can contact him on drprabhuram@gmail.com or on facebook at prabhu.ram.165 or at www.tmfhospital.org as always thank you for listening to me on the ravi kumar podcast show until our next episode be well take care wear a mask and follow safety and hygiene protocols goodbye for now